0: Hey everybody, this is Ken Masters and you're listening to 42 Level 1. The new 42. Wow, well, it's a gonna be kidding Bra coming down for ya.
1: Damn it. My dear Kingdom7 today. I'm not enjoying normal pen. I'm the Adam. Follow me. Follow me. okay. PUBG has got bots. That's why you win. Uh, apart from that, though, uh looks like Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered 2 is coming, but it doesn't have multiplayer in it.
0: Kinda of weird because the first one had mode. The remaster, anyway.
1: Like the remaster, yeah. Yeah. That's weird as anything. Like, cause they, they made they made a lot of money off doing that remastered multiplayer. Call cause... of Duty's the most
0: popular part this is the multiplayer.
1: Yeah. Like I mean if if they're doing it like that without the multiplayer, they must surely they can't put it out physical, they must just be a digital. Or maybe like a tag along DLC for like whatever the new game is. The black new black ops. Yeah. I don't, know, I don't know, maybe not. Unless they did like a complete package where it's like Call of Duty Modern Warfare one, two and three remastered like together and you've got like a combined multiplayer for the three like kind of like what Halo Guardians did yeah Halo Master Chief did maybe I don't know Um, PlayStation's been slapped on the wrist for a misleading Gran Turismo Sport advert okay Did, 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 did people care about this like read it I mean what what was it showed some gameplay that were not in the game okay (laughs) <laughs> great uh, nothing will happen from that like ever uh, Arc Survival Evolved is coming to Nintendo Switch oh, you get Ark did you play Ark before?
0: yeah I had it on like Xbox Preview didn't like it, it was like Minecraft in disguise but worse
1: yeah I really didn't like it at all uh, I tried it on PC like when it was in beta and I found absolutely no enjoyment in it whatsoever so, absolutely zero interest in it, even on, on Switch. Whereas, Switch works with anything, but, like, this just has no interest to me whatsoever. Nope. Uh, Battlefront 2 has had a massive, massive update where they've changed all of the progression in the multiplayer, and they've added a new uh, map set on Bespin. Now, did you, have you jumped back into Battlefront 2 since your initial play of it when it first came out?
0: Uh, i'm still waiting in the last bit of the campaign but like <laughs> nobody's none of my friends are playing it online like i really enjoyed the campaign but nobody played it online because of the bad press but i reckon nelson will eventually bow down and get it again for the mm. xbox so that we can play um no, i really enjoyed it i had no issues with battlefront 2 at mm. all like obviously i bought it like as you know because they announced a sale before the game even bloody came out so i was like okay i'll wait I'm not bothered by waiting a month for that Hmm. even though I really wanted it day one Um, so yeah, I haven't played it since like, I've got no one to play with and games like that aren't always so fun when nobody's playing it
1: Yeah, I think with games like that you need to be playing with other people or it doesn't drive you to keep going back Um, but I mean, with these other other games that are more conductive to cooperative play, like CDs and stuff like that I don't think that I'm interested in playing like Battlefront sure. Two, ever like that? Like, I mean, if there's more cooperative type shooters where you work together and stuff like that, like like PUBG does that because you can play. Yeah, when they when games. they're
0: building an actual game around it rather than just tacking on co-op is like a yeah. suggestion.
1: But uh, I mean, we'll get into, into that more in a bit. Yeah. But but yeah, I, th- I think that uh, things like that can definitely lengthen a game. I would say um, Battlefront Two is towards no no sway for me whatsoever. Like I played it when it came out and just that. That is not for me. I'd rather go back and play the first Battlefront again. The uh, the campaign ten, was
0: goodness. Campaign was. Goodness. I
1: didn't even like the campaign from what I played for, of it. Like once I got to the the X-wing mission, like was our tie fighter mission, uh, that that just that just was really shit. I hated it. <laughs> I'm like, nope, not playing this ever again. Uh, Switch is getting the uh, definitive version of uh, e Seven in June. Have you played any of the other East games? Oh, sorry, East Eight, not e Seven. What? East. Never
0: heard
1: of East or Wise. I don't know what you're talking. About. It's a it's a JRPG series that is on its eighth iteration. Ali. Supposed to be good. I've never ever played one. They they started back on like the uh, the maybe the Neslasnes. East. East. Ys. No, just Ys. No thanks. <laughs> I mean I may check it out, we'll see. Depends how, how Nino it goes. Um but on the Switch I'm sure that's not how you pronounce it. Nino you know, I? <laughs> no <laughs> East <laughs> or whatever you call it. East, yeah, it's East. Stupid. Y S East. I mean it's 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 a Japanese game, do you know what I mean? Like it's probably not called that in Japan. It's probably has What's it's probably it probably sounds over here, then? Well it's called East? Like, YX? It's a name, isn't it? But, I mean, in Japan, it probably sounds like a better name. Do you know what I mean? No. Like, when you say I it in Japanese. Like,
0: Pokemon wasn't called Pokemon in
1: Japan, do you know what I mean? So, why not just give it? A... <laughs> but it's called um, And it's coming to Switch in June. I'll get it at some point and, and try it. Like, there's quite a lot of GRPGs on the Switch already, though, so... Like, the Sky 5, I ought to try that. Uh, Xenoblade. Genoblade, obviously. Zelda, I've already played. But I haven't finished. Um... Fortnite, uh, beat PUBG in total revenue during uh, February. I don't like Fortnite. Fortnite annoys me.
0: Not played it. I've downloaded it. I've got it on my phone. Not played it once.
1: <laughs> Something about it, like, I just hate the look of it. It just looks horrible. Like, see those cartoony graphics? It's meant, shit, really
0: it's meant to be really good.
1: I'm just nah. Like, I- I've played it, like, one time for, like, I don't know, a couple of minutes. And it just feels like crappy version of PUBG, even though, like, PUBG needs a lot of, uh, a lot of polish on Xbox to bring it up to, like, where it should be, but Fortnite, just no. It's also full of children. Many, many children play Fortnite. That's why it's making so much money, because children are using their parents' credit cards and their parents haven't realised yet. So, like, when the credit card bills come at the end of this month, they'll go, oh, what the fuck is this? And then Fortnite's revenue will dip massively. Sure. Cool. It's Sea of Thieves um, announced that they would be doing some sort of death tax in a future update, but then they went back on that today and said that they're not doing it.
0: Which is hilarious.
1: <laughs> so like
0: when you It is a bit ridiculous because dying is something unavoidable and accidental in this game. Mm-hmm. And if they start charging you, like it's hard enough to get coins anyway. Like you get very little from The voyages, but we'll get more into that later. But like to start charging you per death, depending on how you died, it's like well that sucks.
1: I mean, I think from from like a tonal point of view, it makes sense though, like because you're paying the ferryman. Yeah, you'd have you have a coin to pay to pay the ferryman. I would say that
0: or 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 at least make you have to fight your way back to life. That's Mm -hmm. what I would say.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, but like just now, there's no punishment really for dying. Like you have to respawn essentially. There's, there's no punishment. So, I can see why they wanted to do that, but then people backlash about it, because gold is kind of hard to get in the game.
0: There's got to be a better way of doing it. like. Um, I, I think they should mini, just charge you, one, charge
1: you one coin. Like, one yeah, coin. Yeah,
0: every time you die, that'd be fine. That's fine. at all.
1: Because, I mean, one coin's not too much. Oh, obviously, if you don't have any coins, it doesn't charge you anything. Like, say, like, <laughs> yeah. what Mario Odyssey does. Like, anytime you yeah. die, you lose, like, ten coins. And if you don't have any coins, then you don't lose anything, because you've got nothing to lose, so... But if they charge you one coin, then that's fine. Uh, Fortnite searches on Pornhub are up 824% <laughs> since March. What the fuck? <laughs> who the fuck is searching for Fortnite on <laughs> Pornhub? You. And also, like, who Fraser. is who is making Fortnite porn? What the fuck? There's no, like... Again, there, Fraser. There's no attractive <laughs> characters in Fortnite, is there? I don't know. I've, I've not played it. I mean, ugh, that, that's weird. That's weird. Um, Tomb Raider trilogy PC remasters were not official and have now been cancelled. Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't. I didn't realize this was a thing. Is it? I think this was Tomb Raider one. You were, 2, 3. You
0: annu- yeah, you announced it last week. It was going to be free to play in PC. Will you play them again, I Now, probably not.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And now it's like, nope, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird.
1: Yeah. So no, we're not going to bother with that. Is Street Fighters getting a new TV show from the people who made Street Fighter: Assassins' yes. Fest? So that's good. Yep. And it's know. going to be
0: based in Street Fighter 2 like they wanted, like World mm. Warrior. And it's by Joey Ansey, I think his name is, the guy that played Akuma, mm. who is the best friend of Christian Howard. So I'm kind of hoping they wouldn't be stupid enough to at least cast recast Ken. In fact, they should just keep the cast. Like There was no mention of them though, sadly, but I would love Christian Howard to play Ken again like in a TV show. Yeah, he should.
1: He, it should definitely be Christian Howard playing Ken. Like, he was really good as Ken. And I still don't so get good. why they didn't fucking have that, like, sequel, come out properly. But yeah, was, that was weird. That it was an exclusive thing,
0: to what Verizon or something. Whatever it was, and it was all right. But I mean, why didn't it get launched in Britain? Because we don't have Verizon. Why is it never came out? Like that was like what two years ago now.
1: So did you get to see it eventually?
0: Yeah, yeah, I
1: watched it. Because I've still never seen it. It
0: was really cool, but it hmm. was like it wasn't as complete as Assassin's Fist, hmm. obviously.
1: Like, Sass Fist was so good.
0: It was almost done like a promo. Like, you know, the Amazon promos is the half-hour mini-movie for, like, the yeah. division, and it was kind of like that for Street Fighter V, and it mm. worked. Why didn't they include and collect those editions of Street Fighter V or something? Like, mm. it's got, gone to the ether now, I'd imagine.
1: Um, yeah, it probably is. Uh, System Shock remake is back in development. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> like, like that. And it's now expected in Q1 2020. It's
0: ridiculous. Did they not say that it was close to launch, it had got a successful kickstart and then they went, sorry, we're getting rid of it. And it's like, what? And now they're like, ah, we're kidding, we're bringing it back. It's like, what? How hard is it to do a fucking remaster of a game that's already there?
1: Does anyone care about this is my question. No. No, no one cares. Like, System Shock, I mean, it's it's mostly known as being, like, what, the precursor to Bioshock, essentially. Yeah, yeah. So it was the one before it got good. (laughs) Bioshock is really good. In system yeah shock just buy Bioshock yeah so just get Bioshock, Bioshock's already been remastered and they did it in like I don't know a year maybe, if that so it's yeah. there and the remasters are, are supposed to be alright versions I haven't like played them myself but uh, they're there, go get them <laughs> uh, Far Cry Thanks. 5 you can complete it in 10 minutes yep similar to the, I think it's a, a similar kind of way to like what you could do before where you could just uh, yep. sit like exactly. in, in 4 you exactly. could just sit and wait and I've read Almost into what this one is, but like, uh, you, you have to do something slightly different. And you, not really. Oh, well,
0: you just don't touch anything again. I've done it.
1: Yeah, uh, and and you can do it in ten minutes. But I mean, it's not really the ending.
0: If you got a trophy, I'd see the point. I get really annoyed when I don't get an achievement, and I'm not mm-hmm. even an achievement her. But she's sitting there not doing anything. It's mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, do I care enough? Do I care enough? I've waited this long. Mm. Like four, it was such a long waiting for as well. It was so long that you had to wait. And then like this one, 15 minutes or something like that. Like, I know. And this one there was no achievement or anything. I'm like, that's ridiculous, but hey. And then you have to just go back to start again. It's like
1: starting your game, I'm like, okay, I have to watch that cutscene all over again. <laughs> um okay, there's a pub in England, um, which gives cool. gives people a thirty pound bar tab if they can beat Fortnite there. So, like, they've got a big screen up. This is in Huddersfield. They've got a big screen up on, oh, well, like, a projector. And uh, if you play Fortnite and get, like, a. What is, what is it they call it? If you win Fortnite? A win, whatever cool. it is. A victory. Uh, if you get a victory, then you get a pound pound bathtub. So that's, that's awesome. Kind of cool. Like, obviously, they're, they're trying to get people through the door. And, like, they know Fortnite's a big thing right now. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it's a good way for, like, pups to get people through the door.
0: Z- uh, Zuba's CX, it's down there. Should have jumped on that. Mm cross-promotion. Oh,
1: well, they might be. Who knows?
0: And then again, if it's tied to alcohol, maybe it won't want to.
1: Oh, maybe not. Um, In the best news of the week, Hello Kitty Cruisers. <laughs> best news for you. Confirmed to be coming to the Nintendo Switch.
0: So those so Urban Trials. You know that urban, tra- the crappy version of Trials oh. that's getting a European physical release. Oh my god, that game was shit. Limited run. Well.
1: Limited run. <laughs> um, but this, is, this isn't a limited run. This is just like a Physical game coming out, Hello Betty Cradles, which I, I guarantee this is a really bad game. Even like the box art looks awful, it looks so bloody and just like horrible.
0: Any kart game, like okay, Crash Team Racing and Sega uh, and Sonic All Stars get a pass, but most other kart racers that aren't Mario Kart should, shouldn't should even. Street Racer was alright, but like, no. See all these, you get hundreds of them. Mm-hmm. There's no point in having a kart racer. Mario Kart's done it to perfection. There's no beating Mario Kart at this stage.
1: Mod Nation Racers, Little Big Planet Karting, Terrible. Uh, F1 Race Stars—terrible. None of those were good. None of them. Like, well, was like,
0: there was a Disney racer as well.
1: Yeah, like all of these races have been awful. Bad. Apart from, apart from Sonic and uh, Crash Home Racing and Crash like those were the, the only ones crash team yeah and those those ones were only good because they already had like established characters and stuff like that that were fun to play no, but as no and... no
0: not just that because like some kart racing games are just bad like do you know what i mean yeah. like the courses aren't good the handling isn't good all feel the same it's pointless whereas crash team racing managed it without really an established fan base at the time do you mm. know what i mean it was just mm. there was a couple of crash games out this came out i'm sure before crash 3 so, not many folk knew most of the characters, so basically, everyone just wanted to go crash on Neo Cortex. But what a fun I had with it. Diddy Kong doesn't really count because it's kind of a spin off to Mario Kart, but like Mario Kart's just get the carton game locked down. There's no point in trying. No point.
1: Nope. But yeah, Hello Kitty Cruisers, and, and <laughs> I couldn't name you a single other Hello Kitty character apart from Hello Kitty. And I would... There's I would hazard, Well, there must be, otherwise you wouldn't... You would only have one person in racing. I but, thought it would just have different coloured bows or something. <laughs> but I mean, like, I think even even kids that are into Hello Kitty would struggle to name you any of the other characters. Like, I guarantee you if I and ask Bethany, not rather, you got, you she's know, not going to know any of the other got, characters.
0: Would they not rather play Mario Kart?
1: Well, exactly. Um, but yeah, Physical Edition coming on t- uh, <laughs> April 27th, which is very soon. And it's... Kind of disappointing. I'm gonna to need to buy this at some point. Fuck off! Like it looks terrible. <laughs> uh, top ten UK sales chart got announced for last week, and this is a cool sales chart. To be honest, like this is not what I expected at all from this week.
0: No, oh, no. I had a look. I thought, uh, as usual, Call of Duty, FIFA, Grand Theft Auto, UFC. <coughs> Although UFC three, if you not noticed, hasn't done as well as UFC two did when it came out. UFC two ch- was in the charts for ages.
1: I think the thing is, like, uh, with with UFC, people are still quite happy to play UFC 2 because they made a good game. Yeah. And, like, people yeah. are like, oh, I don't really need to buy the new version because there's not... They haven't pitched that it to be like... Difference. Yeah, exactly. They haven't pitched it to go like, oh, this is how be- much better it is than the other one. Like, well, it, I mean,
0: I haven't even bought it yet and I'm yeah. a UFC fan.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could try it on uh, the Game Pass. Not the Game yeah. Pass. The EA And I played it and I went, all
0: right, I've already... It's not like the WWE, which is... Storyline, yes, it's improved your career mode, so they've got like press conferences and stuff. But really, the second game's cheap now, and everybody's mm-hmm. playing it. Like nobody's ready to make the switch yet. Do you know what I mean? Like UFC Two is still
1: hmm. Yeah, so I, uh, I mean, I think UFC Three will get up there more oh, as yeah. uh, as the price comes down on it a wee bit. And people oh, yeah. go, oh, I'll just pick up the new one. Um, but yeah, the top 10 chart is for this week at 10. Super Mario Odyssey, 9 Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, 8 UFC 3, uh, 7 GTA 5, 6 Burnout Paradise Remastered. Did you try That's...
0: this? did a fuck. It wasn't, it wasn't even... <laughs> I didn't like it. In the least. Burnout 2 was my favourite
1: one. See, I loved Paradise. Like, Burnout Paradise probably one of my favourite racing games of all time. I didn't like it at all. I absolutely loved it because I didn't. I didn't do any racing in it at all like I just love that you could just drive about the world and explore it and smash billboards and uh, discover secret routes you can do it in forza 3 yeah, yeah no yeah. I I totally get that and like see if uh see if I had played forza 3 I'd probably put forza 3 up there as well because like I love just the freedom in it like cause most racing games are like you're on a track you must race these other cars and this game you didn't have to do that if you didn't want to you could the option was there but you didn't have to which I thought was genius but, I mean, I nearly bought it as well, but, like, it's a bit steep for what they're asking for it, because uh, it's, like, 35, 35 quid odds. 20 quid the
0: price for this.
1: Yeah, exactly. If it was £20, I'd have bought it probably day one just to dick around in it, but... Uh, for thirty five, I'm not touching that at all because I already played a lot of that game on PS three, and the gameplay is identical. They haven't changed anything with it whatsoever. It's just they've up upskilled the graphics basically. So it's it's kind of a lazy way of doing it. So it's it, just the PC version, like a lot. Kind of, of yeah, but it, but it didn't really need to be changed. Like the gameplay was already really good. Uh, for point map interview anyway. Um, number five, FIFA eighteen. Uh, number four, Assassin's Creed Rogue remastered. Nice. Which is much, which I think speaks to the fact that that game, like, <laughs> yeah, nobody bought that game on the 360 and PS3. The fact that it's in there, like, is is quite testament to the fact that people wanted to play it and heard good things yeah. about it. And the fact it's a remaster of, what, a five-year-old game at this point? Yeah. and And it's still, <laughs> like, it's still getting up to, like, the top four in the chart is is quite cool. It is cheap yeah. as well. Do so you need to be that in mind, but it's really. I good. got it for twenty quid. Exactly, so it's really good, well worth that If you've not played it, absolutely jump on that. Uh, number three, ninokuni two: Revenant Kingdom, which is I think it's, that's great for ninokuni because it's only, like it's only out on PS four and PC. Um, and granted, most PC sales would probably be digital, so that this doesn't count that because um, this only counts physical release. So uh, that's really good for that game. I expect that that will disappear off the chart next week. And this oh, yeah. is all the people that were interested in that game jumping on it. And number two, A Way Out, which surprised me as well, because, I mean, like, that's a kind I mean, A Way Out got good, got a good push, but it's still a real niche game. Like, real niche. Because um, that is a game that you have to play in two-player. There's no other way to play the game. You must play with another person. You can't play it on your own, so it requires two people to be playing it. So, you need. But the good thing about it is that you don't need to own two copies of the game, which is a very, very strange move on EA's part, because they allow the second player to download the game for free and play through the entire game with as long as one person owns the game, which is brilliant, and that's like the way that the game's been pitched, and uh, very cool. Um, I think their messaging could have been better on that, like uh, a couple of months ago. They didn't quite get that message out there, but. now that message is getting out there because of the, like, the promo push for like the the launch window, and uh, it's it, you should definitely check that out if you're into co-op games. And then uh, number one, even more surprisingly for me, is uh, Sea of Thieves because Sea, I'm Thieves happy about is, that. sea of Thieves is free with Game Pass, <laughs> but still people bought it, even though you must be online to play it, so you must have gold and whatnot. Like, and and it's exclusive, and it's exclusive to Xbox One and PC as well. But again digital only... uh, Well, digital sales don't count towards this data, so...
0: Which is insane to think that physical copies of Sea of Thieves sold enough to beat, like, FIFA and everything.
1: Well, FIFA's been out for a while. Um, It is worth uh, noting that all six of the new games that came out this week uh, combined didn't sell as much as Mass Effect Andromeda did in the same week last year. It's a good game, though. So... They well, I mean these these are these are good games that have come out though, like uh far better than Mass Effect Andromeda. Like I would say anyway, but yeah, so that's the that's the top ten. It really did surprise me that uh that Sea of Thieves came top though, because I, I honestly ex- expected that nobody would buy that game physical, and everybody would just go for Game Pass. But fair enough. Um, other Sea of Thieves news. uh The Xbox. Uh, one of the Xbox bosses, uh, Mike Barra, has uh, offered free Xbox Live for anybody that can sink his ship, so like any crew that can sink his ship uh, will be given a 12 months free Xbox Live which is kind of cool but I mean it's very difficult to actually implement that because you would have to just randomly be in the same, in the game as him at the same time and uh, happen to be loaded into the same world and then happen to have the wherewithal fault to sink his ship But some somebody will, somebody will do that at some point and they'll get free gold. Um, so, uh, other Sea of Thieves news though. Uh, today there's been a couple of updates to the game. And unfortunately it's caused a bit of an issue to people that are playing it via Game Pass. Which has rendered the game entirely unplayable for anybody that is playing it using Game Pass. So, right now, uh, if you try to log into the game and you don't own the physical copy or have bought the digital copy you're playing through Game Pass, it is making the game completely unplayable. So you cannot play it right now. Which is kind of a bit shit for uh only a week after launch but uh Rare have said that they are working uh working on it at the moment and that they will fix it soon sooner or later. I don't know, the uh It's kind of one of those things where because because we've not paid a lot for it we don't have a huge investment in it. And we'll talk, we'll talk more about Sea of Thieves in a minute, but, um, but you can kind of forgive this sort of stuff. It's obviously been just some lining in the coding where they've not allowed it, they've not ticked a box somewhere, so they just need to repatch it, basically. But uh, they've done they've done a lot of pa- like patching to it today, and it's uh, it's really, <laughs> really really mixed it up. Oh, I was just saying about how the, uh, Sea of Thieves is unplayable for people with Game Pass right now.
0: Oh, so they say. There's been a lot of technical issues. I've not experienced that once. <laughs> no, no, no,
1: like... no, no. But that's just as of today.
0: Yeah, but there was also like server downtime when me and Fraser were playing. It's like, yeah, but we're still on.
1: Well, it wouldn't be every server, but anyway, like this, this is this is a real issue that nobody with Game Pass can get access to the game right now. Huh. I think it's like see see when you boot into the game at first and see how it's got the wee messages that come across the bottom, mm-hmm. and it says like checking for fake coin and stuff like that. Yeah. Like I think it's like one of those is like it's not got the right line of code there to be able to detect that Game Pass people are okay to play. I think is oh. what it is. So I think they just need to like uh, do a recode and uh, repatch it, and that will probably be fixed tomorrow. But uh, that's all the news.
0: Okay. So I played two games. I was meant to play a way out, but Ross ended up. Um,
1: he out. went to hospital
0: or something. He lost out. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, there's a game we can round table, so I'll do that second, but I also pulled the trigger on Far Cry 5. Okay. Um, I know I, had, I was humming and hawing and humming and hawing, and even last week I said, you know, I'll probably get this game. I decided to half in with Fraser, because he's doing the game sharing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it was like 30 quid each, and we got the deluxe one that comes with Far Cry 3 and the full season pass, and the season mm-hmm. pass looks cool. It looks like uh, Blood Dragon style things, so I'm quite happy with that. So for 30 quids, for Far Cry 5 I know the DLC, that's fine mm. with me. Um, so I loved Far Cry 1, hated Far Cry 2, loved Far Cry 3, hated Far Cry 4. So Far Cry 5 by logic, if we're going by patterns, <laughs> well, did I like it or didn't I? Um, so I watched the Eden's Gate thing, I think I talked about that a few weeks ago, uh, which kind of sets the story about the cult and stuff like that. Mm. Where, like, it's this brother Joseph and it's set in like Montana or something like that. And I thought, oh my god, it's too realistic. That was my biggest problem with the second one. They give you malaria, and it's like I'm in Africa, and if I crash a car, I've got to walk for like three hours in game to get anywhere. Hated it. Third one was A Cool Island Fast Travel. Fourth one was like it became the Ubisoft game, you know what I mean? Like. Mm Uh, far cry 3 it was cool and oh my god it's so cool getting these tells it's kind of like assassin's creed but then like every ubisoft game at that stage when far cry 4 came out had that the crew for fuck's sake a car girls, racing yeah. game with <laughs> towers you know what i mean everything they had unlock the tower unlock the map get a thousand missions that you'll never go and finish <laughs> it was it was it's so stupid you, you, you try the first thing i used to do in assassin's creed games is okay turn it on Tower, 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 tower. Right, now I've got to go hunting for about three hours to get to any good level to go through the game. So I've got to go and skin 17 pigs. <sighs> so, this game's done away with that. Um, even more so than Assassin's Creed Origins, I'd say. Assassin's Creed Origins got more tied in the past, because this is the first Far Cry that was next-gen only. Because four... Well, Primo doesn't really count, but f- four... Um, was on last gen too for whatever crazy reason they decided that'd be a good idea, um. So it was held back. So basically, the way that this works is, instead of climbing a tower and opening a bit of map and getting a thousand dots appear,
1: okay.
0: you don't have like an on-screen map or anything like that. You basically have like a compass at the top, which can point you towards your waypoint. You talk to people and they'll go, "Hmm, how about go down there? They look like they need some help." And the missions occur like that. Like, Hmm. they feel more like natural. It's weird. It's not like, oh, here's a thousand dots. Go to the purple one or go to the green one. Yes, dots appear, but the only way that you get them isn't by climbing a tower and like the map unfolds as you walk through it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it unlocks old school way rather than boom, here's a whole area that no real life situation would you be able to look at the top of the tower and map all that in your mind? Doesn't (laughs) happen. So, My problem with some of these real-world games, and as you and me both discussed, Syndicate, Andy. Syndicate, far too much. Far too big a map. Thousands of things to do. Just show me where the real story is. And then they got down to, oh, but we really want you to play all these things, so you have to do ten side quests that are all shit just to get to the main story. Mm -hmm. Fuck off. So this is done away with that. Basically... You start the game, sorry, slight spoilers. Far Cry 5 is just out, but hey, it's not like major. If you've watched any of the adverts, you know this already. So, you're a policeman sent in to arrest the leader of the cult. Okay?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You walk in, you arrest them, helicopter crashes, you escape, and Far Cry begins. A guy rescues you and basically tells you that you you're in deep shit because the whole cult's after you basically this cult has got that embedded in this state that they own everything they started by buying like up the casinos they started buying up like the police you know so they own everything so they're in every city you well every city it's like you know what is it called big sky country where all you see is big skies and mountains and stuff but mm-hmm. it's not mountainous like far cry 4 because i hated that setting where it was in was it the himalayas it was and i just didn't like that you're always on the side of a mountain yes there's mountains in this but it's like being in texas do you know what i mean big wide there's a farmhouse let's go see there they've done it in a way where it feels i hate to say breath of wild but it's not really like breath of wild because it's not that it is big right oh, it's not how's the best way to describe it like syndicate's a big map so is far Cry 4 with a thousand things to do in it this is a smaller map but they've got more detail in it. You know that way where Skyrim, you can walk for ages and sometimes nothing will happen? Yep. Right. It's like, they've made it smaller so that there's things around every corner. Do you know what I mean? It feels more populated. Like, there's more things to do. There's more, like, mini areas. Like, you've basically got three sections of where the cult leaders have taken over. And I'm at the part where I've just liberated the island in the middle, which reminded me of, was it infamous you had to do that? You liberated the island in the middle? Or Watch Watchdogs? It was Watchdogs.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the middle's kind of your hub. And it's like, to the east, there's the girl. To the west, there's this girl. And to the north, there's, like, a guy. And obviously, the main guy will appear somewhere else. But it's not as overwhelming. Sometimes, like, Syndicate, it's like, holy fuck, oh, well done, you've mapped the entirety of London, But did you really need to map the entirety of London, including side streets? Mm-hmm. Come on! So it's refreshing in that sort of way. Um, it still does feel like Far Cry, but the characters are, like... My favourite character was Vass, and I really liked all your pals and that, and the sort of tribalism. And I really hope they go into some sort of supernaturally style stuff with the cult, about what I hope with the path, to be honest with you. But, like, um, if they keep it played by numbers, then I'm going to be really annoyed. Like, Far Cry 2 really annoyed me when it was like, oh, you're hunting the guy from the first game, the jackal. Oh, cool, is he this superhero from the first one Like when he got all his animal powers? No. Oh. Why bother, then? Like... The third one had Vass, it had magic tattoos, it had fucking crazy drug trips, it had like voodoo tradesmen. I want this to have something like that with a cult with more mystery behind it and stuff. Um, so far though, because it's so, it feels so natural, like you got to speak to some... I've just liberated a town. Basically you start off and once I've got this island, like I said, the hub in the road, he says, I would recommend you went here. So if, instead of usually in Far Cry, I go, fuck you, I'm going another way, right? And that's when I usually get stuck and end up hunting fucking badgers for about an hour. So, there's no, like, real hunting things. You can kill wild animals, but it's not like kill seven bears to get a shotgun. Why? Why would that be a thing? Why would that ever happen? Or, like, slaughter seven dolphins to build your new Assassin's Blade. Why? Like, it makes no sense. And this, wild animals are just a thing because you're in the country. You can kill them and sell their pelts, but that's it. Um, so... Because, like, you're not climbing a tower, they even make a joke of it, at the start of it, I had to climb a radio tower for him, and he says, don't worry fella, If I'm not going to make you climb every tower in every section of the county, if that's what you think, you know, is a wee nudge nudge wink wink that they've changed it, uh, kind of like that idea, uh, there's planes and stuff in it, so the vehicles are a bit more, um, I don't know, they're, they're for greater distances, I don't remember much about using, I remember using helicopters actually now in Far Cry 3, but I didn't feel the need to, even though it was a big world. Um, This has got fast travel, uh, but I I like using the vehicles, clicking left stick in it. I've not wrote any notes for this. I'm just like brain farting about it (laughs) on air. (laughs) So this is the first one that I remember that when you start, you get to choose male or female character and kind of customise. They've got Far Cry Online, like uh, multiplayer. They've got co-op for the entire campaign, which is a nice addition. Although I wish they kind of done what Far Cry 3 done, and it gave you, like, its own co-op-only campaign where it was a different story, you're yeah, on a different side of the island, with a different group. Um, this one's done away with the sort of... uh, what was it they had? I can't remember in the old ones, but this has got a perk system where it's, like, you know, stealth swim and all this, and it's not forced down your throat as much as the old ones. It all feels natural, like... You know, the old one's like, oh, welcome to the game, you can do this, you can build this, you can do this, you can do this, whereas this one's like, nah, if you want to build dynamite, use that. Like, that's it. I I like a game like this where the crafting isn't over-complex. Like, 17 bear claws mixed with the flower from a mountain that's only in one region mixed with seashells from the bottom of the ocean gets you a gun. No... No, this was like mixed, ale, mixed petrol with nails and something else and you make a bomb. That's it. It's, it's not over complex. It's one of those, you know, where you hold your weapon tap in the weapon wheel. Hmm. It's 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 like that. Shooting does have a slight more clunk, you know, like a Call of Duty snap to it, but not like a, oh my God, I'll just hold L. I'll just keep tapping L, you know, to snap shoot, snap shoot, snap shoot. It's like you can snap and if you're aiming that way, it'll kind of assist your aim, but it won't lock on fully. Which makes sense to me. Um, enemies are kind of clever and like it's it's cool to see things like I've been in games before where I've thrown like a Molotov cocktail at a car and it's done nothing, whereas this the Molotov cocktail smashed in the windscreen, went inside the windows and set fire to the driver and everything. So things happen the way you would expect them to. Um I got a dog as well. Fraser skipped the dog. Um I went and rescued him, he's now my companion. But then the annoying thing is the dog can die like I was walking along and a fucking mountain lion ate him before I could save him and I'm like yeah I need to turn this game off now and then back on um I don't know I've, I, like I said I've only played it for an hour and a half played it like an hour last night and played it well maybe a long and a half an hour before the show but it didn't progress too far it's it's a change and it's a massive change but it still feels the same it's basically took all the good parts and gave us that from Far Cry like It's like getting a bacon sandwich and they've cut the fat off, do you know what I mean? Hmm. That's, that's, I know that sounds stereotypical, journalist fucking.
1: I don't mind that. Like, I don't really like the fat, so I always take the fat away.
0: Yeah. Yeah but, like, you know you know what I mean? Like, they've refined things as well. Mm. I don't mean that way. I <laughs> mean, like, you can take them that way because, obviously, like, in Far Cry 4, you don't need to do the side quests, but then every so often, you know what they would do, force you to do five side quests before you can continue the main quest. Mm. Um, I've just been into a village that I liberated, and it actually feels like you're being part of something. Like... It's a smaller, more focused adventure rather than look at this big, wide world where you don't really feel connected to the story because it might be 17 side missions before you're powerful enough to do the next mission. It feels like everything's continuously flowing. You know, that way where one thing leads to another, like kind of like Zelda in a way that way, you know, where like missions will occur on the go and like, it'll be like, oh, why don't you try over there? Like I got my my main mission when I went into the town. They're like, oh, we need this truck back and it's over here. And I'm like, cool, I'll go and get that. But then I seen another guy I could talk to and I talked to him and he's like, haha, guy down the street said that, in fact, it was a guy at the weapon shop because I went to buy weapons to go and get the truck. And he says guy down the street says he invented a teleporter. And I'm like, Okay. I want to see that. And he goes, sounds interesting. And I walk down the street and there's a guy that's trapped in this like electrical field. He thinks he's built himself a teleporter, but he's just electrocuting himself and he's kind of this crazy guy. So I'm doing a mission for him just now where I'm on a helicopter trying to shoot down satellite dishes, which is almost like Grand Theft Auto kind of wacky. And I think that that's what I missed out of Far Cry 4, the kind of crazy random missions that you got in 3. Um... This one, well, maybe I just didn't give Far Cry 4 enough time, but I really just didn't enjoy the setting or anything about it. This one, for its outward appearance of oh, cool, hellbillies, who cares, is actually really focused and directed towards a goal, and it constantly feels like everything you're doing is progressing the story, rather than oh, great, yeah, I'm out picking berries to make a fucking medicine that I don't really need, or that I'll just buy at the shop in the future, you know, I'm never going to craft this ever again, but thanks. You know, it doesn't feel that way. Everything's kind of funneling you towards a goal where it's still giving you the freedom so I like when it's got direction but at any point I can go fuck it I'm going chasing things you know oh there's some vultures I'm going to go hunting vultures oh I'm going to go swim and see if I can get an alligator oh look at this shiny thing there is enough of that that you can do it but it's giving you this like direct vision of like so that it feels like a flowing story that's the biggest part I think I want to make point I want to make whereas Far Cry before felt like it was the side quests were broken up with chunks of story do you know what I mean like oh here's some more story remember the story no I don't really care because I've been fucking collecting 10 bottles of nails from the left hand side of the island Mm. to give to the guy there so that I can unlock his weapon shop this one feels more like you are progressing and you're actually living in this world Um, the fact that rescuing hostages has got a purpose because they'll give you tasks that can lead to extra items that's cool rather than climb a tower and have 17 tasks for no reason apart from you climbed a tower Um, really enjoying it, like everything about it is really fucking cool Um, I'm actually reading the book as well, got it for like two quid, the Kindle copy obviously because the physical copy was £10 and who's going to pay that, if you've got a phone (laughs) you've got a Kindle, you know, so um, £2, I can't remember, Absolution I think it is the book £2, it's kind of like a prequel to the game as well as Eden's Gate I love the world, man. I can't wait to start fighting the bosses. Um I love the way that the hillbillies actually try and close in on you. Like it's not just normal AI tactics, like um they'll try and swarm you, but not in like a oh my god, don't get me wrong, you'll get the occasional one. It's a typical video game will get stuck behind a pole and continually run or shoot at you through the pole and it won't hit you and it will ruin the illusion. But I'm really enjoying it. Um I got a shit ton of DLC obviously for getting the season pass and the gold edition whatever it was i'm preferring using the compound bow and i've never really liked using bows in games um even crisis like which was biggest selling point was the bow like i've never liked using the bows and this compound bow is badass because one it's silent and two like if you get this spot on you're knocking that fucking out plus you can recollect your ammo so really enjoying that um i, I don't have too much more more to report because i've literally just got the first achievement for liberating Dutch's island and then i've went to no actually i've liberated falls end as well So I've only basically liberated two areas sort of thing. But liberating them doesn't just feel like going in and killing everyone, even though it kind of is. Like, I started doing that and I thought, oh, this is just going to be waves of enemies. Whereas you had, like, your AI companions to kind of, like, uh, keep tabs on as well. So it's almost like a mini management game because, like, I had my dog with me and he's killing folk, but the dog goes down quite quick facing a machine gun, obviously. So I had to revive him. And then, like, I'd rescued some hostages just going thanks and running off so when they were, you can actually revive the hostage you know how usually they're just cannon fodder if they do that in games, mm. the, the hostage went down that address, to get started, so I picked her back up and then I got on the roof of a building and a fucking plane started swooping towards me and I had to use this uh, mounted machine gun to take down a plane so I'm like, this is so fucking cool man so uh, me and Fraser are going to try and co-op tomorrow night and I think it's going to be quite fun because drop in, drop out at any point co-op. And on top of that, they've also got Far Cry Arcade, which is your map maker. And I'm not talented enough to do it, but I'm pretty sure we're going to get like Assassin's Creed style levels for the multiplayer, which is going to be awesome. Um, I don't feel Far Cry is a game that ever needed multiplayer. The co-op campaign's one thing, but actual PvP 6v6 style death matches, don't know if it really needs it or if it will last i think it's just an addition um but we'll wait and see how that goes uh like i said the season pass seems like it's going to be blood dragon style fun and i loved it but yeah all in all far cry 5 yes the the system works one was good every every odd numbered far cry or spin-off i like like blood (laughs) dragon primal um thoughts on it questions before we start something else
1: this is the year of co-op
0: it is indeed mate and i'm enjoying it (laughs) Aren't you glad I'm on board? Whoop, whoop. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, yeah, um I'm, I'm not like Far Cry Five is definitely not one for me. I never like nope. never like three, never like four, so Nah fair enough. I, 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 like I just 5. get caught up in the
0: hype a wee bit and I'm glad I do enjoy it.
1: Yeah. Um so I've played a couple of things that I'm gonna mention just briefly and then we can talk about uh series. Um so first of all I did play and finish a way out. In, in co-op with uh, with Fraser um, and it was really good, really enjoyed it Uh it took about 5 hours-ish to, See, you to t- play through you
0: it. told me I won't enjoy it, Fraser says I won't
1: enjoy it I don't know if you'll enjoy it Um, I think you definitely need to play through the entire game with the same person to be able to enjoy right. it fully Um, and that does require a little bit of a time commitment obviously because it is like 5 hours, and 5 hours is short for a campaign but, like, but it's only a 20 quid game but it's only a 20, 20 quid game, and it does have like a reasonable replay value because there's two different characters you could play as either one, and there's different things you can do and choices and stuff like that. Um, but I really like the amount of like different diverse gameplay types in it, and I'm not saying anything about the story or what the gameplay types are that are in it either. But like they packed in a lot of stuff into this game um, that keeps everything changing up. At, all the time, and just when you think they're not going to change anything anymore, they flip it and things change, and it's uh, really interesting the way the game's been created and uh, hats off to the developers for making such, it's a really ambitious game to be honest, and the requirements for it, for you to have to play with two people and stuff like that is, uh, it we'd put a lot of people off, but 100% play it with someone that you know do it <laughs> like yeah, it's well worth playing for it, really good fun, and um, but yeah, definitely play through the game with somebody you know and all with the same person I would say. I think if you played it with a couple of different people, like you played half of half of one person and half with another person, it's not gonna have the same like punch to it, to be honest. Um so yeah, definitely play it all with the same person and probably over the span of like a couple of days. Or you could do it all in one sitting, but I mean who has five hours to like sit and play one co op game right through? Nobody. It, so i played two other things. Um, first of all, and uh, Nino Kuni 2, Revenant Kingdom. Uh, I've only about three hours into this so far, which is essentially the intro, and I've kind of not fully even finished the intro yet. Um, it, I believe it's set after the first game, now that I've gotten into it, and it is wildly different from the original game. However, that's not as... I a, it s- a prequel. I, I, be- I believe that it's a sequel. Like, uh, and it seems to be set a long time after it. But I'm not a hundred percent sure on that yet because, like, I'm still uncovering what the story is and whatnot. Um, but so far, it's it's got the same art aesthetic, completely different gameplay style and battle system, though, uh, which I was I wasn't surprised about it because I did read about it. But it is it works completely. Um, and I would say that if you haven't played the first game, there's no real requirement for you to have played that to play this game either because it does seem like it's going to be a standalone and it's going to explain some of the events of the first game in the game as well to you. So you don't have to have played the first game at all to be able to uh, to play this game. Um, but yeah, it's like that art style is just absolutely out of this world. It is so fucking cool. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like like I say, I'm only three hours in, and it's a massive RPG, so I'll uh, I'll report back more on that next week. And then the other thing that we played was Sea of Thieves. Thieves. Yeah, so I'll, st-
0: I'll start off because like after the show last week, as you know, we finished about now just to go and play it. I played Sea of Thieves with Andy. Um, the first thing that happened to us was a guy was camping in the bushes, shot me in the face, and took her chest. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it was cool planning our missions in the map and sunk after our first mission objective. Which made us feel like awesome pirates. Um, Andy managed to fend them off for a while, and then I managed to get the ship back. And then the first night of playing Sea of Thieves, we were up to three in the morning chasing the same boat because they took off. We followed this boat for two hours. <laughs> two hours, ladies and gentlemen, of me and Andy just sailing, basically trying to cut them off, figure out where they were going, mm-hmm. cutting through rocks, trying to figure out the wind direction, using the telescope to see what way they were heading. And... They played a clever move on us. We ended up getting screwed over by a, a fellow jumper owner who'd done the same thing. As one of their crewmates jumped off their boat that was ahead of us, managed to sneak on without us noticing and dropped our anchor.
1: Which is quite smart.
0: Very smart and really annoying. However, we eventually caught back up with them. And they sailed themselves into a storm, which we followed them into and destroyed our boat. And Mm -hmm. that was game over for Fallen. But that was two hours, probably more than two hours, I would say, two and a half hours, Mm -hmm. of just me and you sailing a boat. To be fair, it was the one that was meant to be manned by three people minimum, by Mm. ourselves. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, running down, changing sails. Like, we kept on this boat's tail for so long. Fair play to them for, like, running away from us and trying to avoid us. But, I mean, that was just so much fun. This game, yes, I get the criticisms. There's not a lot of depth to it. You get three factions. You can get three missions at a time. You can get points for doing those missions. That's about it. There's bonus places you can raid. Not much more to it at the moment. However, it's all about the experience you're having in this game. You have to constantly... I've never, ever, ever, ever played a game where you have to communicate as much with the other player because... On the schooner, fair enough, one person steers the boat, blah, blah, blah. Like, Andy's usually the captain, which is fine. And I usually use the telescope and go up to the front of the boat and kind of help Andy navigate, okay? Fraser just drinks and gets into fights and falls about. So it's kind of like real life, you know? But, like, um, basically, that's all that was happening, um... Uh, uh, you you need somebody to steer the boat, you need somebody to check the map, you need somebody to make sure there's no holes in the boat, you need somebody to look for other ships, you know everybody has to work together and be communicating, you know, and it works, it works really beautifully like better than any other game, but like I said, there's not much more pardon the pun, depth to this Mm -hmm. ocean um i'm sure this is a game that as it goes it will evolve there'll be many patches i assume all the dlc will be free you know as it it continues to improve and stuff and there's already they're talking about the end game for the legendary pirates and there's more to the game than everybody knows about just now and we kind of get that glimpse Andy. remember the mysterious stranger in the pub like once you hit level five everything then he tells you hit level 10 and like it's, ki- it's quite cool that you can take folks' treasure and stuff, but I like successful missions and managing to make it back. and it's it, it does work well. But anyway, the second night we managed two voyages. Sold two chests and a magic skull. No gold though, however, because it glitched on the first night. Me and Andy couldn't get any gold at all. No gold. Uh, no, so no we couldn't gold. spend anything. Then the next day I jumped on, I think. I think you've been busy at times when I've been free and I've been free when you've been busy. So it's been on with frees that at separate times. So I played a few missions with... In fact, we did play with Fraser. We went to the Red Sea, which he kind of hyped up a bit too much if you sail off (laughs) the end of the map. Um, Because he thought the mermaid was the special thing there, and I'm like, no. Um, (laughs)
1: That was so funny. He's like, oh, it's going to be so great. I'm not telling you what happens. Just do it, and and then it'll be so exciting. And I was
0: like, what happens? (laughs) He's like, the mermaid. And I'm like, yeah. You sink
1: anywhere, and that happens? It happens every time you go in the water for more than, like... 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, like, um, like I played a few missions with Fraser, um, some of the smaller missions, and then I had to go off, and then I think Andy had been on later that. Last night I couldn't go on, but tonight I can, but nobody can come on tonight. And plus, we wouldn't be able to play anyway, the Game Pass stuff, so I'll pl- probably play for some Far Cry after the show. But I've only been on it, like, three nights in a row. Well, three nights and I missed the night since it came out, I think it was. So, basically, I've only missed... One, two nights if you count the nights. Two nights mm. since it came out, I've not played. Such a fun game, man. I haven't had a day off since it came out, but I honestly, just communicating. It is best played with your friends. If you use the game chat, other pirate crews can hear you, especially if you're hiding in an island. If you're in one of the islands with the skulls above, which I want to tackle, you have to work together with the crew, but still try and stab the other crews in the back, you know, because you want to be the crew that gets the, tre- mm. the biggest treasure. There's unlockables. Like, I got the day one patch. I believe you got it as well, didn't you? It's just yeah, one gold. Do. Yeah, I bought it because I like having things like that. Obviously, our founder rewards aren't there. and um, I'm really enjoying this game, and I think if it came off Game Pass, I would probably pick this up because, obviously, at that point, it'll probably be cheaper in at work. I would probably pick it up if we were all still playing it. I really wish Ross would come on as well, but Ross has been busy, although he was... Yeah, guys, I'll play this. Ross hasn't been on once, as far as I know.
1: Uh, it does show up that he's played the game, so... <laughs> yeah,
0: just not with us. But, like, yeah. um, we've had some fun with it. I mean, all we need is me, you and Fr- ship. In fact, all we need is mean you to see the big ship because Fraser. I don't know what he'd done to help. Apart <laughs> from going, oh look, what's that? What's that? It's an island, Fraser. We know where we're going. Ah, oh, but it might be a boat. It's it's not a boat, Fraser. We're going forwards. No, no, look, there's nothing there, Fraser. Put the sail down. How would I do that? No, that's changing the angle, Fraser. So like,
1: <laughs> I think it, like, once you once you've got the grips with that though, um, yeah. and and <laughs> like the basic gameplay elements of it and the sort of gameplay loop of running the ship, uh, then. It, it works fine. Like, like Fraser knows how to do it now, and I had to do it, yeah. You I know had to do it. So we all know the things that need to be done on a ship.
0: Yeah, Like, you set up the cannonballs, then yep. you make sure you've got some planks, and then you make sure you know where the map is, and you make sure you know where the area is. You make sure that you put the sails up as you're coming in, because if you keep the sails down and you're trying to drop the anchor, you'll break your ship. And It's so much fun, though, like, Sorry, Andy. Like you, you're talking about your experiences. I know you were part of all those, but I'm sure you've played it a couple of times without me when when I've been busy with the Wii and whatnot.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I liked, I did like the way that uh, the game just didn't really tell you anything, and it just kind of let you discover how to work the ship for yourself. Because I think that was half the fun of it. In, the, the, in fun, the first yeah. phase, like is like okay. Now I know you have played the alpha and the beta and whatnot, but like i have yeah. never played it, so like me going into it, I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do. Like, why is like. Try, why am I? Why is the sail not like going up or down when uh, when I'm using this thing? And like, that's just the, they change the angle of the sail. I'm like, okay, and then you need to work out how to load the cannonballs and how to fire the cannon and how to steal the ship. And uh, I like that it doesn't tell you any of that and it just kind of lets you discover it and feel it out for yourself, which which is cool, which is a cool way to do the kind of tutorial. And like, I think we're still kind of in the tutorial bit at the yeah, moment. Yeah, we are. Um, yeah, we are. Because. For sure, the missions are not particularly exciting. Like it's like, oh, go and get, go and find the treasure it's chest. Still
0: free as well.
1: Yeah, um, go find this treasure chest. Okay, go. Um, the ones that I've liked, I've done a couple of so far. Have been like the ones where there's been a riddle, and those have been a little bit more challenging. Like where it's like you need to go to an island and all you've got is like a sentence about the island. It's like on, pl- cr- on Plunder Island. No, more vague than that. Like it's like oh, on Plunder Island blah blah blah. Something and that's me and Fraser did one last night where it was like we had to go to this island where there was a bunch of giant bird statues and uh it was it was like a riddle we had to solve to get to like the next Thing to see, and then it would reveal Is that where Fraser's
0: that... photo came up saying Andy can't find the giant. That's that, yeah. <laughs> it. took a photo and it was right <laughs> <Yeah. above.
1: laughs> That's it. And uh, and so it's like once you get to the the point, it wants you to be out on the map. It, it then allows, it, it then shows, unveils the next line of the like the the riddle, <sighs> and then you you find the solution to that riddle. Go to the the place on the map, and obviously it's not marked. You just need to run around and like work out what it's referring to, uh, go there and do whatever it wants you to do, like one of the things was like, uh, you need to play you had to end up playing music to it uh, to like a specific part in the map and then it would and then it unveiled the next like line in the thing and then that leads you to like a point and then uh, you had to go and find where the treasure is from there, like walk nine paces and and then there'll be a, a place to dig sort of thing, but the way, the way that's presented I thought was really interesting that's kind of more the sort of thing that I would expect from like a treasure hunt Like to have a vague mention of something and then go and discover it and find out the uncover the secret, so that was really cool and uh really enjoyed doing that. Like, me and Fraser did it, and we had like a random person along with us as well. But they weren't in like chat with us and that, obviously, but they seemed to know what they were doing, so they were actually helping us. And whilst we were trying to solve the riddle, they went and collected like a couple other things in that island, like small treasures, and stuck them on the ship for us to go back and sell. And however, when we did, uh Whilst we were on... Because this was like a two-part mission. So whilst we were on the second part, trying to solve the second part of the the riddle, which was on another island, because we had like two maps. Some dickheads came along, stole our treasure and sunk our ship. (laughs) (sighs) Which was... Incredibly infuriating. After all
0: that work—it's annoying. Because yep. yeah.
1: we, like, we had like, I wish there was some arrows. sort of
0: system where you could get like a nemesis, where it would tell you the name of the last pirate and his last known location. You know, that would be cool. Yep. So that then you could hunt for him. Because, yep. and then you could like earn some of your money back that he'd got from it, or something like that. And it would flag up saying like, "Ali Kenobi's after you," or Damien is after you." You know, because you've just sunk the ship. Like, if they've put a target or or even putting bounties out, remember? Yep. Uh, What what was the game you could put bounties in people? Like, Grand Theft Auto, you can do it. Mm.
1: But, yeah, I think the game needs some kind of system like that because, like, that was probably two or three hours worth of progress just wiped out. And we're like, ah, fuck, because you don't get anything for that. Like, unless you turn the bounties in, uh, unless you complete the quests, you don't get anything for it. So, like, those guys, presumably cat sold the chests and whatnot that we, and the things that we had and uh well, we done
0: it to somebody remember yeah. we seen something and i went bang cheers thanks there's the we sunk the shit because yep. well they attacked us first but they dropped yep. the treasure and i grabbed it and sold it so we've done the same I yeah or
1: not 100 percent. but like uh, i do i do i think you're right about like the nemesis type thing that if they'd done something like that that would have kind of alleviated my annoyance with it a little bit because then i could go okay like those guys fucking sunk me, I'm now out to get them, that is now my new mission, I'm gonna go and kill those guys. Um that's the other thing about like about killing people though, unless you sink their ship, there's really no punishment for it. Because it, yeah. if you if you kill somebody, then they can just respawn. Like on and if their ship's not sunk, they'll just respawn on their ship. <laughs> so you need yeah. to sink their ship to be able to like cause them any real harm. Cause when you die, it's maybe maybe a minute or so, like to re to respawn. Maybe slightly less than that, um, because you just you die, you go to the ferry of the damned, and then you wait for the opening, and then the door opens, and you can come back alive on your ship. So like if you're yeah. in a, if you're in a battle with somebody, then you need to sink their ship in order to actually beat them. Because if you just kill the guys, do not do anything. They'll just come back in a minute. Which is kind of tricky because, like, the objective of the game is treasure. So, like, if yeah, and if they're... you're carrying the treasure, and they'll respawn yep. about you. Then they just kill you. Which I get that makes sense, but at the same time, you basically wish... have
0: to kill them all and sink the ship.
1: Yep. While well, stealing their treasure, which I think it makes if you've got a, it makes it harder if you've got a smaller crew than if you've got if you've got a full team of four crew members. Then it's very difficult for a t- a smaller crew to be able to take them out, regardless of what ship you're in. Like, so if you're in a gal, like a a, a tooth, like the small ship, this I think it's like a schooner or whatever it's called. Then it's almost impossible to beat the big ship. Or if you're on a big ship and you've only got two guys, it's almost impossible to beat the big ship <laughs> with, yeah. with a full crew. Which
0: well, is... I mean, you survive quite a lot. It you can, just a
1: crew you can and a survive, party. yeah, for sure. But like, uh, I think it's... What well, we chased them. Yeah, I mean, but that was a yeah. I think I,
0: they just looked at a big ship and assumed it was a crew.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like uh, if you can run away, but that doesn't really help you. Like, I I think that the smaller ship needs to be just a little bit more manoeuvrable in in a, in a yeah. fighting situation in order to it's like, not much faster. In order to compensate, it's not yeah because it's not that much faster. In order to compensate, it's, the uh... it's like
0: seventy percent weaker. I would say.
1: Yeah, I mean, it will sink with like a few cannonballs, no problem. Whereas the big ship will take a good number of hits before it actually sinks. But yeah, it's it's a really good game. I'm really enjoying it. Um, it does remind me a little bit of No Man's Sky. But I did really like No Man's Sky. Um, however, it is kind of it does suffer from some of the same problems. Like it, it, there's a lot of emptiness in it and a lot of just traveling about. The traveling about is made immensely more fun though by with your friends, yeah. By playing with your friends and because the traveling is a lot more complicated than just going from one place to another place. Because you do need to manage the sails and like manage the compass and the map and all and all that sort of stuff, which uh, which makes it which makes the game really good and that's the kind of the fun part of of the game and like going out questing and like getting the the treasures and actually getting them returned is very good. But I just wish there was some progress for like killing a skeleton. See like, if yeah. you killed one skeleton and you got like some kind of experience for that, then cool. Then at least you've made some progress in the game. Even if you do even if you do die at the last minute when you've when you're about to turn your treasure in. So that so that your like your entire time is not just kinda of wasted. Because that, that does kinda of bug me. <laughs> but it is a very good game. There's a lot of good premise to it and uh the, the gameplay elements are all there. They just need to I think they need to refine it a little bit. It kinda of still feels a bit early access to me, this one.
0: Yeah, it still feels like an early access game, that's what I hmm definitely got to be more fill into this like there has to be more substance more story like i'm a feeling the mysterious stranger once people get to that stage they'll be i'm guessing that it's kind of difficult to get to and they're still working in that stuff and it'll be added as it goes because no one can actually get to that stage you know within x amount of time so i think there is going to be end game stuff they've already said about the legendary pirates and a legendary pirate can let people into the legendary area but you can't get to that bit in the pub unless you've got to x i'm i'm gonna guess like it's level cap for all the guilds hmm. yeah.
1: do you know what i
0: mean but it still feels like the tutorial area where it's bare so this legendary pirate cave is obviously going to have more because i've seen pictures of it hmm. like from the designers but they do need to add more things like a nemesis system to make it more fun even if you couldn't track them but it just gives you the last grid square they were in so you can head that way to try and get revenge and then even if you got a one, like, ah, the such and such is after revenge, do you know what I mean? So you can prepare yourself, or maybe you don't get that, do you know what I mean? And because you've sunk them, you just, you don't know. They're, they might come after you, they might not. It just gives you the option. Or pay 20 gold, you know, to somebody in the town to find out the last location, something like that would be awesome.
1: Yeah, like, I think they will add things like that as, uh, as time goes by, and like add more kind of like PVP events oh, yeah. and stuff like that in it. Because uh, I think that... The because sometimes you will play the game and you won't come across anyone at all for hours, like could be won't the servers. You not see anybody. It, well, I mean that could be the servers, but it could also be that it is a huge ocean and there's not. I don't think there's that many players in any one like uh, in any no. game at a time. So I'd say twenty maybe. Yes, I mean the chances of you actually coming across somebody are kind of remote-ish, which makes it special when you do come across somebody. But I wish there was some way that they would f- try to force the players together a little bit. Um, yeah, for I, I like, bet. a
0: treasure has appeared in mm. this island, go for yeah. it. But they do do that, that's what the skull, sort of, um, the fortresses are for. Mm. That's where you get the better treasures, but yeah, I know what you mean, like, here's a treasure, X treasure appears here in 5, 4, 3, and then you can head to it, do you know what yep. I mean? Like, that'd be cool and it'd bring you together, but... I kind of like that me and you played it tactical when it was just me and you. We, turned, we started turning the lights out. Like We were figuring this out before Fraser jumped on. Mm-hmm. Turn the lights out when you're at night, they can't see you as well. And if you head to the furthest away port, like, it seems to be the central ones that are more populated with ships. Nobody will really head to the ones that are off on the edge. So if you want to get your treasure back easily, head to those ones, do you know what I mean?
1: Hmm
0: all figuring it out is half the fun but like you said this is going to be an ongoing game rare is rare you've got to remember that they are going to add to this this is the first online game Mm -hmm. they're going to continually add to it continually add to it there is going to be more substance to it but yes it does feel like an extended open beta or like a um early access preview to it rather than the full package however what i've got from it so far if they add to this already fun thing to do like me and Fraser go out sailing, like, that's brilliant, do you know what I mean? Like, I enjoy just even sailing the ship, like, and I've never really enjoyed much games travelling, apart from obviously racing games, I like racing, but most games travelling to somewhere is the chore, whereas mm-hmm. in this, they've made they've made it an integral part of the game and bringing you all together and like, even the time, like, you don't feel left out no matter what job you've got, like, Fraser's like, oh, what job are you doing? I'll do this one. I'm like, Fraser, you just do it as it goes. Like, we kind of tend to fall into the Andy Steers and our guide thing, but, like, y- you tend to, like, just jump to the action stations and everybody works together and then you get to the island and I didn't even feel left out, even though you and I ended- you- to get the treasures. I got lost, so I went back to the ship to guard it and then also the ship was sinking because we hit a rock, so I had to empty the ship first and then, you know, you- everybody's got an important role.
1: Yeah, everybody needs to fill, fill whatever role is needed at any given time and whether that be steering on the ship or uh Man in the Sails or the map or the cannons even. Uh, I think that that's really good for like uh for cooperative gameplay. And this is this game will last a long time, I think, because it is gonna be like a game uh, sort of you know the how they do like games as a service that people play together Mm. and they play together for a long time like it's gonna uh, have sea legs it's gonna have sea legs yeah like destiny this game has the potential to be like like the potential to be bigger than destiny 100 percent. yeah um depending on if they add the correct content how quick they add it and how
0: frequently they add it they need to do like every day you know like splatoon 2 has kept people interested by Mm. constantly adding new maps they need to do that every so often like maybe every six months expand it a bit and add a few more islands in. Mm-hmm. like add some secrets add timed events add exclusive events you know not tune into our twitch channel for three hours to get an exclusive skin for the gun fuck off make it in game i don't want to watch you playing it the game's out let me play it yep. like add in secrets add in like legends add in places to explore like a slight story maybe not much story but some more to it you know they more things to, to do together, yeah. They
1: need to add more NPCs as well. They also need to have more en- diverse enemy types because the only yeah. enemy I've seen so far has been a skeleton. Skeleton and snakes. and uh, A snake, yeah. And, like, this, a snake is kind of just like an animal. And, yeah. They should let you build chickens, your own NASA
0: but... that can be invaded eventually yeah, I mean, down the line.
1: I don't know that I'm that interested in that. Like, uh, I know there's some. Well, they, you should be allowed to buddy.
0: Here, here's one they should allow mm. you to do. This. If you're on a battle and you get your treasure chest off onto an island, you should be able to bury that treasure chest and get a map and mark X on it so that you can back for it later.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, that would be great as well because, I mean, sometimes your ship is going to sink. It's unavoidable, but you can rescue your treasure. However, if you go to the mermaid and respawn to your ship, your treasure's it gone. It disappears lost. But
0: if you swim to an island, you should be able to bury your treasure, I think. Hmm.
1: Yep. I mean, I've come across a couple of things like on islands that are just Parrots random things. No, 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 that like uh, that are just random things that uh, have been left there by people. So I think that like if people don't finish a mission and just abandon something, then it just gets they left
0: there, or they drift ashore sometimes.
1: Well, maybe yeah. Because um, like there was one that I was playing, and I just I found a, a cage, just like a random cage lying about. And the cages seem to only be uh, available to get in the missions. Um, oh yeah, I
0: remember you found that. It was on the island. Yeah, we'll bring back treasure and Fraser found the sugar and you found a cage.
1: Yeah, just found a random cage, and I mean, I don't think we did anything with it, but like, it, it could be useful to you at some point down the line. So, like, maybe the things do stay in the game, like in that server for while that server's active.
0: More more ship variety or customizations needed, I think, so you can I mean, actually, as a team, spend money on your ship together if that's your team ship. You know, like I mean, a team.
1: The, team the thing currency. is, like, if, you're not always going to be playing with the same people. That's, I think that's the problem with sure. that. Like, because if I customize the ship, while well, you're in the game with me and Fraser. Then, like, what but happens if, they if do
0: it away? But if they do it a way where like you know you can, What's, it's not a league, whatever your clan, like make it make it clan based still thing, like Call of Duty, okay, like, where you've got like the same game ship, attack. Like, yeah. Yeah, okay. so it's the clan ship, and when you're on, you can use the clan ship.
1: Hmm. Yeah, yeah, and you can like that put you... Go, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's a really good game, and uh, there's definitely a lot a lot of improvements need to be made to it, but uh, right now it's good fun to play, as long as you're playing with friends. I think if you played with randoms, it, like, uh, I don't think it would be any fun. Because most of the time when randoms jump down with fuzz, they've either not known what to do and fucked something up, or they've just been a, a, essentially a griefer and like done stupid things like, while you're sailing, just drop the anchor. And you're like, come on, what the fuck are you doing? And then, at that, at that point they just get chucked in the brig and that can't be any fun for them like, to just be chucked in the brig yeah I know so like if I was playing on my own I don't think I would be having anyone need as much fun <laughs> in the game but, yeah communication's a must so maybe if you're playing random and you've got the voice chat on and you, and you know what you're doing it might be not be really so bad but if you don't know what you're doing like get somebody else that you know to go through the game with you and learn how to play the game first before you jump in with any randoms. Especially us.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Anyway, we better finish up for Game Minister 101. Thank you very much for listening. Apologies for the late start yet again. Um, we'll see you all next week, same time, same place. And later on tonight, 2am a uh, two two a.m. in our time, uh, the B team with Chip Sela and the guys. Sorry, I'm starting to get tired of the log day at work, but uh, we'll see you all next week where hopefully i have played some more Far Cry 5 to cover it a bit more and I'll have played some more Nino Kunai 2 so thanks very much yet again and peace